rocking and rolling. Episode 487. Wow. 47, No Laugh Track Podcast. This is Justin Severson, the host. And uh, each year, each and every week here at Acme Comedy Company, that voice you heard sitting across from me here on the stage here in Minneapolis at Acme, that was Ronan Hirschberg. Second time here on the podcast. Second time having first time a without a mask. Bullshit. First time without a mask. Second time ever the headlining week here at Acme. Uh, I was real uh, lib cucktard last time I was here. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, stop. I love how you do the the podcast through the club. It really makes you feel obligated to do it. Uh, <laughs> this here's the thing, right on. This could go on without me. We don't want that to happen. This is theirs. I'm but it's just a good here. thing. They're like, oh, we're Acme. Would you do our podcast? I'm like, I guess I have to. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, yeah. What, true. What if they? Because uh, if you were just an in, like an own entity, I'd be like, oh no, I have whatever. I just lie. But like, yeah, uh, you'd be you like, know. yeah, you want to do Justin's <laughs> podcast? Who? Yeah, but this is a uh, real official. Yeah. Is he a famous comedian? <laughs> nope. But yeah, good to be back, man. It's good to be back. Hell yeah. Yeah. So I was here last night. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. Fantastic show. Thank you, man. I do not regret that decision. <laughs> the, to come? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was, I, I, not, not like I ever would. I didn't know regret was on the <laughs> It wasn't. It absolutely wasn't. No, it was really fun. Yeah, uh, yeah I thanks. will say, actually, the only thing that almost held me back was there was a, a risk of a snowstorm, according to some push notifications I had yesterday. Yeah, But that yeah. didn't have no snow. Snow came until overnight, so it was... Uh, but Didn't isn't that like that. isn't that like a pretty common occurrence here? Does, does it really uh, like do you really ca- like is it something that p- keeps people from doing shit? I thought in this area like people just whatever it's like hail or s- only if come. it's really 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 bad. Oh, okay, really bad. Temperature okay. doesn't keep people away. If the you know if the roads are absolutely unpassable. Right, right, right. Well, uh, I'm glad you came out. I'm glad the snow didn't come till afterwards. Hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah. But so then you know that was last night. Then this morning I wake up and I get a text message from my daughter's school saying they called it off for the fifth time already this wow see this is a shock to me i just think like i just assume this is the kind of place where like it has to be really bad for them to call shit off you know what i mean but i guess i guess not well i mean some would say well in my generation we had to you know there had to be a death on the roads before so they canceled school but i i i uh Five is a lot. It's yeah. so much that the school has contacted us and said, we only uh, were planning on maybe giving them two days off. We kind of write that in. Right. Now they have to make days up. Wow. Possibly fuck. at the end of the school year. Yeah. Could you imagine that? That's crazy, yeah. Shit, like, you know, kids look forward to the end of the school year, and they're like, I oh, no, we're going to throw in a, two more days on. This is a great intro to the podcast, just talking about the weather. We're really going <laughs> to pull people in. <laughs> it's not about the weather. Well, it was really cold later. And <laughs> No, no it's leading to something, Ronan. <laughs> and what it's leading to <laughs> is that you grew up in Kentucky. I did. Where they don't have, I assume you never had a snow day in school. Oh, you certainly did, yeah. You did? Yeah, yeah. Snow doesn't just exist. In uh, <laughs> up up north in Minneapolis, you know, we had snow in Kentucky. Did, sure, it's snow. We in have Kentucky. weather <laughs> enough that it canceled school for you. Oh you, yeah, many oh, really? times. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. See, well, that I don't. I don't mean to be sarcastic. I mean, like maybe that's not obvious. I don't know, but yeah. Uh, well, to, you know what it is about Kentucky? It's like really the Midwest. You know what I mean? Like we're right next to uh, Indiana and Ohio. That's true. And you would expect Indiana, and Ohio, you know what I mean? So it's like Louisville is its weird own kind of beast. You know what I mean? We're Kentucky, but we're like, you know, regionally, we're like, um, I don't know, like just right next to fucking, you know, 
all these other places you think of as the Midwest. Sure, you know? you're right. I, I should have looked at my globe I bought yeah, at, at Goodwill really a few weeks up. ago before yeah. I skipped over here. <laughs> Remind me where states are on the map. Yeah, I, apologize. I apologize. Uh but yeah, we had snow days. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh it was always exciting. It was always an exciting moment when you get, you know, you'd uh, you know, you'd wait on the TV and that you'd wait for them to announce your school district. You know? No, yes. And uh, yes, uh, TV, radio, now it's text, phone call. Oh wow! Yeah, so it has nothing to do with. T- they, do they even announce it on TV anymore? Is that even a I thing? I highly doubt it. That Maybe. was kind of an exciting thing. You'd go on there, just hoping to find. I, I know. Name. Yeah. Yeah. Like, please. I grew up in St. Paul, and yeah. it's like, please say St. Paul public schools. Please, 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 please. Those were magical times. Yes. Yeah. Fucking. I love snow days. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, See, we were getting to something. It wasn't to talk <laughs> about weather. God damn it. My dad loves to talk about the weather. I I, I just introduced my uh, girlfriend to my family, and uh, it's always, whenever you do that, it's always interesting because you get to see your family from someone else's perspective. Yes. And you're, like, reminded of, and my dad is, like, the corniest man ever, and he just talks about the weather. Like, he just dives in, and but then he'll, like, laugh as if he's making a joke. But he's just talking about the way he's just like, well, it was a real cold one last night. <laughs> you know, be like, we are officially no longer in the fall. And then he's just laughing, like, at just like a statement of fact. Yeah, he just talks. I remember. Can your girlfriend handle that? Yeah, well, I remember we were driving back to the airport and I was in the back seat. And my dad and her were just in a fucking weather cliche back and forth. <laughs> just like, and she was handling it. They were really volleying the fucking. Uh, he was just like, I wish you could have visited us when it was a little less cold. <laughs> and then she's just like, well, you know, at least we got to spend a lot of time inside. And then he's like, yeah, inside is definitely better than outside during this. I was like in the backseat with a gun in my mouth. <laughs> so I'm, for the, fir- for the first time in my life, I, I have a 16-year-old daughter. I've wow. been put in that position of meeting a significant other. Oh, really? How's that? How's that? How do you feel? How's it's very that? strange. It just happened for the first time a few months ago. Oh, yeah? 16-year-old. 16-year-old girl, my daughter, 16-year-old boy. How'd you play it? You try to be cool, you know? Uh, you know what? He sort of beat me. He He's such a laid-back kid. He, like, yeah. beat me to the punch about being, hey, Justin. Like, he knew, found out I liked the Vikings. And oh, completely he like, sucked up to me. Oh, and, like, wow. didn't even give me a chance to like. I immediately, I immediately was answering questions about the Vikings game. The well, they're in a day. very, you know, like back in our day, you could be assholes, but now, like, being rude to the girl's father is probably considered rape. You know what I mean? Like, it's like <laughs> <laughs> you got to be on your best behavior. You know, <laughs> I could report that to the school and have them suspended or something. <laughs> That's hilarious. Plus, I can, you know, uh, social media stalk him, too. That's some, something that's... Nobody oh, yes, could do that to true. me when I was 16. That's true. You but, know? interestingly, there's an interesting thing. You can, med- you can social media stalk people now, but back in the day, you could find out where anyone lived at any time. You know what I mean? You can't really find that out anymore. Like, the private addresses, people's addresses are a little secretive now. You're right. Like, on- online, when they dock someone... Like doxing back in the day was just the yellow pages. That was it, it doxed everyone. Totally. So we can do like you can see us publicly now, but like our addresses are uh, are are essentially secret. Isn't that you know? interesting? I took a picture of, uh, a few weeks ago in front of my house, playing like in the snow with uh, one of my other daughters. Daughters and. The first picture I took, it was like, you know, selfie mode, and yeah. my address was in the, like, showing. And you probably were like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't do that. Exactly. It's like, should I? No, I have, like, an email list, and I guess some on some of it, it shows my old address on the bottom, and someone messaged me, like, dude, dude, just let you know your address went out on this email list. And I'm like, 
that's okay. <laughs> like, it's okay for people to know. We just assume it's like, I don't know. We all act like we're in the CIA now. We're like, he doxed him. He said his, you know, his address. And oh, it's yeah. just like, so what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That used to just be how you, you just found everyone's address, you know? Yeah. The Terminator, he just, you know, looked through the phone book to kill Sarah Connor. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sarah Connor, Sarah It would Connor. actually be a little harder now. He could, like, he'd have to look on their Facebook and then try to, like, figure out where they live. But back then, he just flipped through the phone book, you know? That's and he just killed three of them. He he killed Sarah Connor. Remember this? He killed every woman named Sarah Connor. Yeah. Which is the weirdest kind of serial killer. Just like his M.O. is just women with the same name. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, are you Sarah Connor? Yeah. And then she, they'd be like, yes. And he just killed them. It's like, why couldn't he just be like, are you the one who like, like, why couldn't he just like get a little more details? You know what I mean? <laughs> like still keep it vague, but a little more on the Or maybe just, nose. what did he also <laughs> know their age? Like, I feel like he kills like a, like a 50 year old woman. He's like, just fucking, he's like, you know the age of the Sarah Connor you're looking <laughs> for. Right. In fact, I don't, don't know you even you... know the picture of her? Shouldn't you know what she looks like? <laughs> <laughs> you're a robot. I think we <laughs> you're like, how are there no pictures of her? <laughs> you are not the Sarah Connor in the photo, but I guess I'll, <laughs> I'll kill you anyway. I don't want to just come here for nothing. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> did, I, did I see they're making a remake in that movie Twins? Is that are accurate? They? Have you heard this? I, I, they always post that they're remaking. Who would who would play it though? It would be God. I hope it's not the same. Would it be the same two? I guess it would have to be Dave uh, Batista. He's like the modern day. Our, oh, the model, yeah, the muscle man of today. Right. I mean, he's the only one I can think of who's like freakishly big. You know what I mean? Oh no, Jason Momoa. Yep. So either them two. Then who would be Devito? I don't know, who's the DeVito of today? Uh, yeah, that's interesting. DeVito's the DeVito of today, yeah, sort of. Still, <laughs> still pretty culturally relevant. Yeah, I'm trying to think who is like, yeah, I don't even know. There's no one who's like that, like dwarfish, who's like really popular. I had the Lakers they? game on last night for a minute. He's still in the front row. So, is yeah, he really? Yeah, yeah. The DeVito was. DeVito was. Yeah. So we should talk about uh, the last time we were here was last, uh, just a year ago, last January. Yes. 2022, yeah. and uh, yeah, we really got to get out of this cold, <laughs> this yeah. cold rotation here. No, yeah, well, <laughs> guess this is set for life. I don't know what you, what, I don't know what you know about the weather here, but we only have like two weeks where it doesn't snow. So, oh, okay, I mean, then not, perfect. Yeah, it's actually been very nice. You're not missing much. Okay, yeah, yeah it's actually been very nice. I like the, I, I like seeing like the, the snow and stuff. It's, you know, New York is just like even with the snow, it's just depressing. But it's like here, it's just you know. It's nice, you know. Well, snow's pretty. Yeah, snow, snow is pretty. pretty. Yeah. But last time you were here, as you mentioned, uh, we it was a different time of COVID. You uh, wore a mask while we recorded this thing, and uh, let's see, you had we talked about that you had scheduled your recording of your special in December, but it didn't work out, and then you right. did not have a date set at that time, or at least you weren't telling me. I'm not sure. Oh, I'm sure I did. Yeah, I and, then, and <laughs> obviously since then, it's out. You recorded it. Yeah, I did. It's yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, you've got some good feedback. Yeah, I, I remember being, like, really depressed when it got canceled the first time because you kind of have to, like, run it over and over again and then just get it, like, perfectly ready. Yeah. So I had it, like, perfectly ready, and then it, like, fell through on the last, like, the the, the, the that weekend. I had to cancel a couple days early. And I remember being really depressed because I was like, fuck, you know, it takes you have to go back to having to run it a bunch to get to that place. But someone told me, uh, well, it's just going to be better if you give it more time. And it's 100% true, like... That's the weird thing. It's like, 
Any postponement of something is kind of good because it will just get better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nothing, especially in stand-up because, like, stand-up is never, like, it can always get improved on some degree. Yeah. You know I, I mean, mean, I've asked that question many times uh, to the guests here. It's like, when do you think you were ready to record? And I, I think the thing I've learned is eventually you just have to go because of that you just have to pick a date because eventually you know you could work on it forever and it could work on it forever 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 get better for me i've only recorded like two or i guess three but like mainly two like specials and both of them the first one was like a weird like solo show but both of them i definitely felt the desire to record it once something in it seemed a little like it was getting dated sure it was it's actually very like specific like my last by, by hours, two hours ago, I just decided to record it because I had a Game of Thrones bit, and Game of Thrones had like was about to get off the air. So I was like, I'll just record it while it's on the air. Yeah, yeah. That that was a sign. And then this, and then the last one was like, I just had a bunch of COVID shit yeah. up top. You know, I had it like ten, twelve minutes, and I was like, well, I don't want to. You know, I like this stuff a lot. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, I you know, I didn't know if COVID was gonna, you know still be around uh so i you know i recorded it so that's usually what makes me record how about i if i remember correctly you mentioned uh alec baldwin in this in the newest special i did yes and today he got charged he got charged with manslaughter manslaughter. yeah current (laughs) still current i once saw this hack comic like i was not saw him i was opening for him and he uh he was just like the hackiest hack he just did like Awful parodies, uh, guitar parodies, just like the worst shit ever. But I remember he had this bit about OJ and the glove. And he had been doing it so long that it became relevant again with the documentary. (laughs) I remember at the time thinking like, wow, if you just stick to a joke, it'll come back in 25 years. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, Alec Baldwin. Yeah, no kidding. Like a celebrity dies 20 years after they're famous. Like, (laughs) they're back again. I was trying to look it up. Because I didn't, I've really never thought about involuntary manslaughter and voluntary, and I still don't fully understand it. He got involuntary manslaughter. Yeah. Which means he didn't choose to do manslaughter. It feels like if you choose to do manslaughter, isn't that just murder? As far as I know. I guess you're choosing, I guess you're saying he's reckless. Like, I guess the other way you're like, you know you're being reckless, and he didn't know he was being reckless. But if you don't know you're being reckless, isn't that like, Okay, <laughs> like, yeah. I should have looked up what other fourth-degree felonies are to, to we could compare this, because that's what it is. It's but does it define, yeah, does it define involuntary? Can it you, says, yeah. involuntary manslaughter is a fourth-degree felony and is normally punishable by up to 18 months behind bars and a $5,000 fine. So not... That's a very low fine for, like, all, killing right? someone. Right? <laughs> you killed someone? Well, you're going to owe, like, a, <laughs> a firearm. $5,000. A firearm, a fire, firearm... Enhancement on the charges could make the crime punishable by a mandatory sentence of five years in jail. Jesus. But what is it? Can you look up what involuntary manslaughter means? Like, what's the actual definition? Because that's what I'm compared to, like, what's the difference between involuntary and voluntary manslaughter? I wonder. Let's do here. Define involuntary manslaughter. I mean, I assume voluntary is like if I'm, like, sitting on someone, like, wrestling or something. I don't know. The crime of killing another human being unlawfully but unintentionally. Unvoluntary manslaughter usually refers to an unintentional killing that results from a criminal negligence or recklessness or from dangerous or impaired driving. Oh, that qualifies too. Okay, so what is voluntary manslaughter then? I guess that's my... That, that's. I guess I thought that would be... Yeah. 
Interesting. Voluntary. We're searching this now. Voluntary. The killing of a human being in which the offender acted during the heat of passion under circumstances that would uh, like cause I, a reasonable person to become emotionally or mentally disturbed to the point that they cannot reasonably control their emotions. Oh, uh, it's like if I punch you and I was angry and you died from the punch. Okay. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Are you threatening yeah. me right now? <laughs> <laughs> I get that. But then it's like... Yeah, I'm not intending to murder you, but I'm intending to hurt you. Okay. And then you die. That's voluntary. There's a, there's a, I don't know what happened, but there's something I read about here uh, recent, within the last year, recent, you know, happened recent, blah, 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 locally recently. Those are the words I'm trying to get out. The two guys got in a disagreement in a bathroom uh, outside. One guy punches the other guy, and then he falls back, dies from hitting his head yeah, on the ground. That would be voluntary, I, I guess. I think so. But. That's voluntary manslaughter, but I mean, it's like, eek. It it is a, like it is a very weird. And voluntary manslaughter is way more time in jail. Voluntary manslaughter. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like remember Con Air at the beginning where he gets, even though for some, like he gets in that fight and he kills that one guy, and he goes to jail. That's voluntary manslaughter, even though it's like clearly self defense. But yeah, it is interesting. I don't. I still don't really understand how Alec Baldwin broke the law exactly. It actually, I'm actually very surprised. By that, I actually, I mean, I guess I don't know too much about the case, but I kind of had the feeling he was getting a raw deal a little, because I, I get that he's an asshole, and I get that people hate him and hate, you know, but I, I also thought, like, I didn't see how the evidence, it seemed like he, they gave him a gun that was loaded, and he thought it wasn't loaded. I mean, don't, yeah, don't you think that if this was, like, you know, who's the most beloved actor, like Tom Hanks? Yeah. If this was Tom Hanks? No, yeah, it wouldn't have happened, yeah. They... Maybe we wouldn't be getting this announcement today. Tom Hanks should just like, like, like rape people and just be like, ne they'll never believe it's me, and then I'll just get a <laughs> blame his son yeah. or something. <laughs> Check the DNA. It's yeah. a Hanks, but <laughs> good luck. Even, even those victims were like, I guess it was a dream. That could have happened in reality. Yeah, right. <laughs> Forrest Gump never happened. Um, but uh, yeah, I. I don't, yeah, it's weird. I don't understand what he, yeah, I guess, I mean, I, I guess they felt, I guess they felt like he, he pulled the trigger yep. when he, sh when he shouldn't have. But even pulling the trigger, well, I, I assume he wasn't aiming it at her, but I guess that's, I guess that's negligent to pull the trigger. He claims he didn't pull the trigger, that okay. it just went off. Yeah. But I think they did some tests and they said, it apparently it showed that it didn't go off. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, you know. Um, they're showing the instant. It gets to court. They're just showing the replay of his finger a thousand <laughs> times. <laughs> At what point is this, uh, you know, engaging the trigger? I don't yeah, know. I, yeah, I guess he's, I, I guess he's canceled, right? If you're going to cancel for, like, uh, you know, other, sh other shit, I guess you're going to have to cancel for m manslaughter. <laughs> um, is, this why he, is this why his Trump got replaced? <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, but yeah. Anyway, that was a line from my my special. <laughs> that was a major tangent. Yeah, yeah, that was a line, and that was all. That whole thing is dated. It's funny. I was like, because you do do that. You do have that thing where you're like, well, this is just in the time, but I don't care. I still have a couple of those. You know what I mean? Topical yeah. things. I uh, I work with Louis C.K. Some, and he hates that topical stuff. He, you know, he thinks it's like you know, you should just always be evergreen or whatever. Sure. But I don't know. I think, I, I remember Chris Rock and Bill Burr, I love them, and they're always, like, topical, and, you know, I think comedy's dated no matter what. <laughs> it can be, <laughs> You know sure. what I mean? Or gonna get dated no matter what. So, uh, big it shouldn't all be topical, but a little is fine, if the joke's good, you know? 
the big announcement with Louis CK recently is he's going to live stream yeah, from Madison, Madison Square, Square Garden. Garden. Yeah, Are you yeah. going to be part? Are you opening that no, show? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm working that weekend. You're working that weekend. And he didn't ask me, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also working that weekend. Have you done? Have you done venues that big with him? Never. Never. I mean, that's like seventeen thousand. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah that's gonna be cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So, what do you think about these? Uh, so, that's like the second recently announced comedy special live stream that Chris Rock's gonna do on Netflix. Yeah. Who's gonna do his own Brian, through Brian his website? Regan did one. Say again. Brian Regan did one on. Uh, Oh really? Well, he 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 had a live one at Radio City Music Hall. Oh okay. I, I think it ended up being on Netflix or something, but it was on the ra- it was a live. Oh yeah. okay. Could you imagine doing that? Um. Yeah, I mean it's. <laughs> I guess it's Louis doesn't have to worry if he says the N word because it might be in his act anyway. But like. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it is. It is weird if someone yells something out or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I no, I would hate to do that. Yeah. I would not want to do that. I don't also understand. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess it's cool, but I don't. Well, he's doing it a different for kind of an elaborate thing. It's weird to do that as a special. I find that weird. He's not doing it as a special. But to do it as a special seems bizarre to me. I don't know, because I just like, I like to cut shit out that doesn't work. Sure. And oh, he's not recording stuff. that as a special. Louis? Yeah, well, no, no, he, he recorded a special. Oh, you know what? This is I coming that in. Yeah, already, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. It's um, already happened. I but yeah, no, I, I don't know. I would, I would, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, would, I mean, I would do it, but if they asked me to. But like, uh, yeah, that's a weird situation. With my special, I definitely do a lot of like, I do a lot, you know, I filmed it twice and I do a lot of cutting and like t- taking, you know, I really compare the joke in each one and decide which one's better. I get pretty like neurotic about it. And so, yeah, so that's just how I, how I, you know. What would change for the setting of the next special recording for you? What would change? Yeah, what would you do differently? Anything? Um, that you've learned from doing, like, this last one? Anything you'd change? Yeah, there's a lot of things I learned. Um, I learned that I really wanted, and I didn't have it, I really want, like, a camera following me close up. I had a camera following me, but I want a camera following me, like, that's tied on my face. Okay. You know what I mean? I want that the whole time. I think that's good. I think that's the best thing about a special. If you think of all the best specials, it's the close-ups that really make it. You know what I mean? I love. It's cl- not the crowd shots. Like it's I not tell the you crowd that. shots. I love close-ups, you know? Uh, other than that, uh, yeah, sound I would have done completely differently. And I would have uh, had more cameras and more, um, you know, in case some... Ca- I, I had a couple cameras not work, so I. Oh no! Up, yeah, yeah. So I end up having to like piece together stuff. So yeah, I, d- I definitely learned a lot from doing it. Congrats on the New York Times write up. Thanks. That's Thank very you. cool. Yeah. Did you know that was coming? No. Yeah. You mean the best of comedy? Yeah. Like, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. There- I. Uh, it was cool to see. You know. Um, you know. Uh, yeah. Though then I tried to find the paper that day, and I couldn't find it anywhere, and I'm like, ah, newspapers really are dying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, <laughs> you didn't, you couldn't find the one newsstand, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, that was cool. And it helped a little with my special. Good. It got a little bump, you know? Nice. It's cool. I like, you know, I really like specials and I like doing them and I, I'm, and it's tough now cause like so much is like about short, short clips and even, and it's, it's br- going so far away from what a special is in terms of attention, in terms of material. It's gone from that to literally like. Like you know, ten second crowd work clips. You know what I mean? And, yes. And, and, and I want to ask becoming you... the focus, and that's I, I you know I love specials, and I think that's where 
you know, that's what a comedian is all about to me. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously it's convenient that the thing is what I, you know, what I like doing, but like, uh, but yeah, that is what, but I, but I think always com- comedy, if you think of great comedy, to me, you think of specials, you know? I, when I started out, I loved comics through their specials. I didn't love them through, or, or their albums. I didn't, you know, eventually I now like see comics live who are on shows with me, but at the time that was how I fell in love with Doug Stanhope or Louie or Bill Burr, you know, so specials are important to me and it's all like drifting away from that to, um, and I, it, you know, it's upsetting to me. So the last two weeks here at Acme, there have been comedians that do a ton of crowd work. Yeah. Ian Bag was here. The, yeah. uh, week he, he's before. always done it to be fair though. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, no, for sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Adam Ray as well the week before yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's you this week who that's not, that's not your game necessarily. And these, these guys... I guess what I'm getting to here is, and this is the topic that's been coming up on the podcast as yeah. well, is that, you know, all these, the clips, it's all about the clips and the content yeah. and the crowd, and it's so much people doing crowd work that ends up on these, you know, minute-long clips on TikTok and such, uh, to the point where I've read and seen that some comics are doing, you know, Q&As at the end. Of, I went and saw Mark mm-hmm. Normand yeah, of course, do a yeah. theater show, and he ended with a Q&A that he uses Yeah, to and I don't, um, I don't begrudge, everyone's got to do what they got to do. But uh, you don't remember George Carlin from him talking to someone in the audience. You know what I mean? You don't, rem- you don't remember Bill Hicks from, well, I guess you do remember from yelling and calling that woman a cunt when he had like a meltdown in a clip. But like, <laughs> for the most part, you- <laughs> I know there's uh, somebody remember Bill Hicks. And interestingly enough, like, you know, a lot of people now are like, it's fucking bullshit. These comments are just getting popular from viral videos. But it's like, that is how Bill Burr got popular. He's a great comic, but he had a clip in Philadelphia where he just told them all to go fuck themselves, and yeah. and that like went viral. That actually really helped his career quite a bit at the time. I'm sure he would have become huge no matter what. But so it, it's always there's been it's been that on some level. But like yeah, for me, I like for me, I felt love and comedy through the jokes and through the point of view. Yeah, and that's I think what lasts. And like. Um, you know, it's cool, like, you know, there's always Don Rickles, but not everyone <laughs> should be Don Rickles. No. And not anyone is nearly as good at it. And I do think, like, I do think what's happening now is, and this is what happens, and people, you know, people worry that technology is taking over, like, people's human uh, attributes, you know, kind of like 2001, you know? Sure. And we are letting an algorithm dictate our artistic sensibilities to the point where you're like, well, crowd work works better for the algorithm, so that's what I'll do now. Yeah. And so oh, short clips, short clips work well, so that's what I'll do now. You're letting the algorithm decide, and then on an even scarier level, I've noticed a lot. Not everyone. A lot of clips that go viral are great. I notice a lot of clips they get huge amount of, you know, exposure. And then you look at the comments, and it's a shitty clip, and all the comments are like, this sucks. And then you realize it got viral because all the comments saying this suck boosted the algorithm. Because all the algorithm cares about is people staying Attention. on Instagram. Yeah. And, and, and likes, likes are good, but comments are better because you can't respond to a like, but you can respond to a comment. So comments, what really defines a video is the number of comments and and so what ends up happening is the videos that go viral, because most people aren't commenting. You'll get comments, this is great, but, you know, that doesn't... Most videos that go viral are either because, A, the comments say this is terrible, because it is, and everyone feels obligated to post this is terrible, or 
it's a clip that may be good or bad, but the reason it went viral is because it had a topic that led to a dumbass fucking argument in the thread. Yes. And then and then that's really what made it go viral. So the two reasons for a clip going viral have nothing to do with it being good. And I guess on some level that's always been the case with shit. You know, uh, but it is it is upsetting to see that, or at least it's important to remember, like, don't get too sucked into this shit because the, 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 the way they value things does not have anything to do with quality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I, uh, yeah, you could really do some experimenting with that, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I've had some clips do well. I, I had a clip do well that, and I think it's a good clip, but I know the fact that it was a joke about uh, Jimmy Fallon blackface when he did it, and I liked the, I liked the clip. I think it's funny. But I know that the reason it went viral is because a bunch of idiots in the comments went, well, why can't we do blackface? And then other people calling them racist and then it leading. So now at the point where you make a clip, you're like, how do I, how do I stoke uh, argument in the threads? So that's what you want. <laughs> how do I trigger people? Yeah, and yeah. I, I do think, like, I'm not against posting crowd work videos. But I do think it should be good. I feel like crowd work videos have to be really good to justify it. And... And I feel like people just post anything now. Like, just, just post anything, you know what I mean? Oh, I there's there, there's plenty of that. There's no doubt there's plenty of that. I want to talk to, before we run out of time, yeah. I want to bring up something that you have in your act. Uh, <laughs> you bring up pegging. Yes. Which, I did a Google search this morning, and there was an article written that pegging was the sex uh, kink of 2023, which I thought was interesting. So Already? Be current. 2023? Yeah. Uh-huh. How, how do they establish a kink in three weeks? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's It's been trending upwards for a while now. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. been trending upwards for a while. <laughs> I learned that it was a term that uh, has only been around since 2001 yeah. from that guy Dan Savage. Yeah, yeah. Which I found that out. But here's what I want to get to. On stage, you, ask the, you bring up pegging, and then you ask if people know what that is. So I was here last night. Sitting, I like how I'm like crowd work stuff is terrible. I'm like anyway, in this bit, you talk to the no, audience. No, 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 no. I do, no, no, no. I do this that. Wasn't crowd work. No, it's you. <laughs> no, no, stop it. Uh, you you bring up pegging, uh, and I I wrote this down so don't forget. The woman next to me, when you gave the definition, you said, "Oh, for people that don't know," and yeah. then you gave the de- definition of pegging. <laughs> she gasped and covered her mouth. Like yeah. she had never, yeah, never heard of such a thing. <laughs> that, that it made my night. It absolutely made my night. Yeah, that's one of those bits. Is like, uh, I do. It's a fun bit. I, I I only got pegged once. I didn't even really enjoy it. So I'm definitely not like. I definitely don't pretend to be the face of the pegging community. <laughs> do you you want to wear that crown? <laughs> but I liked I liked the bit I did on my last special, and right. I still sometimes go into it. I liked the the. I don't know. I like it. Just felt like uncharted territory to talk about, you yes. know. And then, it, and then I wanted to have a long bit about it, and I did. I was like, well, that's definitely uncharted territory to have a longer bit about it. But you know, it's one of those bits that's like, you know, I think it got into kind of like, you know, you know, the idea of like sex and like with men, there's so much pressure when you're having sex because you are kind of calling the shots a lot and you're leading. And when you get pegged, you're getting fucked. And the definition of the idea of getting fucked or fucking, you know what I mean? And it it was kind of like a, a it, it brings up interesting gender reversal stuff and like um, you know who's the dominant one. I just find that stuff interesting, you know. Is it leading to some comments from uh, fans after the show? <laughs> uh, I guess sometimes, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's it's it's. I think sex stuff is. 
I've never had an issue with my pegging bit. I mean, there's been a couple of crowds that have been so tight, they might not fully go with it. But for the most part, everybody goes with it. I think, I think like stuff like that, it is easier to do bits about that on stage now than it used to be. You know what I mean? I wish there would have been a camera. Everyone's on that a little face. gay now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, this was an. Uh, I'm gonna just look at this super quick here. This was a thing I, when I when I searched pegging every year. Uh, every year has its sex thing. In 2015, they're gonna say every year ten people die from pegging. <laughs> <laughs> Already, we're uh, push, we're outpacing 2022. Coconuts as the leading cause of. <laughs> Uh, every every year has its sex thing. In 2015, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, man, everyone was into BDSM. 2019 saw a lot of foot stuff thanks to the block-busting release of Quentin Tarantino's foot fetishiest film yet. Do you know what they're talking about in that one? What, y- what year? 2019. I didn't know, so I had to look it up. Well, 2019 had to be... Uh Wait, was that Once Upon a Time yes. in America? It'd have to be. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, they. I don't I've know. I've never it's seen it. It's the Margot Robbie on the in the theater with her feet out. Has to be. I haven't. I haven't seen it. I mean, they've had a couple dirty feet in that. Yeah. I don't know if that's his most foot fetishy. I mean, like Pulp Fiction has quite a lot of foot fetish. So you have there. heard that he's known for foot fetish. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Um, so funny. Uh, so funny. Uh, yeah. So then this. Uh, this. This article that I found goes on to say, and then, of course, 2023 is the year uh, our money's on pegging. (laughs) Well, Fifty Shades of Grey is, like, so tame because it's, like, it's just about a man dominating a woman. It's not even really, it's not even, like, anything controversial. What's controversial is a movie where a woman's dominating a man, you know what I mean? But I, I I watched a movie Fifty Shades, a clip from it once. It was like so laughable. I remember he's like, she's about to go on the journey, and he's like, "Are you ready? Once we go on this journey, there's no going back." And she's like, "I'm ready." And then he just slaps her on the ass, and I'm like, "That's everyone does that. <laughs> everyone slaps on the ass. Fucking Christians, Mormons are slapping on the ass. People that soak, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> soakers like, slap. Yeah, the Pope gets slapped on the ass. It's like." What the, like, it's just like, yeah, that's not, yeah, they, if they really want to, they should do a Fifty Shades of Grey the other way, you know? Uh, I'm, who, um, uh, who would be in the, uh, who would be in the pegging movie? Like, how they made it three movies out of Fifty Shades of Grey, I wonder who would be in that one. Who would be, get, who would actor would get pegged? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think, you know, Timothy Chalamet comes to mind. <laughs> uh, uh. Final thing we'll mention here. You have a new podcast now. Yes. Not the one you were doing it last year at this time. Yeah, we I did a movie podcast with Joe and uh you know, we just got we just he just got too busy and We know what happened. He made a movie and a conflict uh, conflict of interest. Come yeah, on. Yeah, you don't want to talk shit about. It. Yeah. No, we'll still do some sometimes, but he, you know, he really just wanted to like he wants to make He'd rather make shit than talk shit about stuff other people made and I totally get that. Fair enough. But he already has a podcast, so I had to. So I have one called Tip of the Hirschberg, which is just I. It's you know I just have different friends and comics and other playwrights or just artists or anyone on each week we discuss a different topic. It's as general as you could get, but it's a fun podcast. You've done well, just seven of them so far. The yeah. seven released mm-hmm. so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I listened to I listened to the most recent one. Uh, was you talking about a guy about uh plays, theater versus stand up? Yeah, yeah, this playwright Christian uh, found out that you wanted to be a playwright at one time, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. 
My favorite part of that interview was when he mentioned um, someone farting dur- during a right, right, <laughs> off-Broadway right. performance. <laughs> and someone had the... And it kind of like making it actually helping the scene, yeah. No, it was interesting to talk to him. He's, he's, been a, he's a very established playwright. And uh, he's written some hit, some really successful plays, and it was it, it was just cool to see talk about the difference between laughter in a theater and laughter in stand up, and the, I, diff- the different reactions to the crowds. You know what I mean? Sure. The awkwardness of the play. There's so much tension is because they're not breaking the fourth wall. You know, and then that's like the contract. But then stand up, it's all breaking the fourth wall. No. It's all just talking to the audience. So. It's a different way of getting laughs, and it's you know it's just interesting to talk about the two forms. I also found out from listening uh, to the first episode you did, at least the first one released, is that you were roommates at one time with Jeff Asmus. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. He's from yeah, that's he's from Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I just he's from yeah, he's from Woodbury, Minnesota. Yeah, and yeah, I just yeah. met him within the last year. So, oh really, yeah. a Minneapolis legend. I yeah, assume. he's great. <laughs> Very funny guy. Oh great, so funny, and uh, yeah, yeah, we were uh, yeah we lived together for like a year. Yeah, he's great. He's one of the best. Uh, Kind of up and coming comics right now. For sure, for sure. Uh, all right, let's put a bow on this thing. Yeah. If people people got to come to the uh, club here to see this week. I came like I I came the first night. Very funny. Very very yeah. funny. When does it come out? Like four weeks. Today, <laughs> hopefully. Brandon's gonna be on it, and we'll have it today. That's great, man. Yes, that's great. So bef- you will still be in town, and this will be available for that's people awesome. to listen to. Uh, if you want to leave with a piece of Ron on, I know you're selling some merch as well. You have a T-shirt that's yeah. based on. Uh, a very funny joke of yours that I yeah, really like. Yeah, it's a four deer. It's a joke about my mom. It's about it's, your mom, yeah. I didn't, I didn't sell shirts for years. I was like, I'm not a fucking hack. But and then everyone started selling shirts. I'm like, I need to make money. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I, I just have one final question for you about the shirt. Uh, I didn't get a close look at it last night. Is your name actually on it? It is, but it's like in. It's like misspelled, so it's like terrible advertising. It's like oh, then with a Ron on, but like there's no like at Ron on. Oh yeah, there is. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I I gotta tell you, like I'm seeing some comedians come here and they don't have their name on their own shirt. It's like, are you doing this for branding? (laughs) Well, I think they're doing it for money. For money, and but don't you want maybe somebody (laughs) to go, hey, who's uh, I don't know, but I suppose it is, yeah. Yeah, comedy's so weird now. You're like, you just do crowd work, so everyone's just, they basically just work for the census. They're just like, what's your occupation? How long have you been married? <laughs> you work for the census, and afterwards you just t- sell t-shirts. So you're basically working for the census and the uh, closing department store. <laughs> We've really created, just gone back to having nine to five. Yeah, We're not even standards anymore. We're social media consultants <laughs> yes, you are. Who, okay, who every once in a while tell jokes at night. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that I think that's, what I hate the most about crowd work is that I, f- I've been doing the road for a long time, and for me, crowd work is always an emergency button you press when it's not going well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, this bit's not going well. This crowd's drunk. Let me go into crowd work. Yeah, I'm not even going to waste my stuff on these jerks. But, yeah. but now when people are, it's like to become the forefront. It's like, shit, this isn't going well. Maybe I'll tell a joke. <laughs> <laughs> In between all that social media yeah. stuff, you still do comedy? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I never want to get to the point where I have to ask pe- people that on this podcast. Do you still do? I know you're here headlining this week, but do you still do comedy? People, people work themselves out of it. They like suddenly they they do podcasts and and all these other stuff, and eventually you're not even writing jokes anymore. Yeah, you, you just have a nine to five, and you, you know, which I'm like at that point, like you know, I had a buddy trying to convince me the other day. He's like, you got to do these Facebook reels. I'm like, I've jo- I've done them the clips. He's like, no, but I have a guy. He makes 37 a month. He just posts other people's memes all day. You know what I mean? And I'm like, that's great. But that's not 
art. I mean, like, at that point, you can just have another job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're like, he spends eight hours a day aggregating different memes. <laughs> and I'm like, I, but that's another job. That's yeah. a, why would I do that? No. I don't, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't want to sound, I guess it sounds pretentious, but I do think this is an art form. And I do think if you're, if you're going away from anything that's, like, about self-expression at all, I mean, like, even if you're making a lot of money, it defeats, at least for me, the original intention, mm -hmm. you know? I'm with which you. Is a which is, you know, like all art, something between entertaining and self-expression, you know? But, uh, but anyway. Let's uh, do this Comedy's again. Comedy's dead. And <laughs> 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 well, let's check back in a year and see. Uh, we'll check on the status of comedy. Yeah, yeah. I'll just be all crowd work clips. <laughs> Thanks for having me, buddy. Something to look forward yeah. to. Thanks for having me. Thank you.